Hello and welcome to episode five of Beyond the Bleachers. Our hiatus is officially over. Aniakon Okan here with Anibia Okan, Jason Hernandez, and our guy James Borden making a return after a two-episode break. How we doing, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's I'm good? Locked. I'm locked hey, in my man. house. <laughs> we all, we all. Man, we're all locked in. How we? How's yeah, our quarantine right going, fellas? Hey, same stuff, different day. Bro, man, at this know? point, I'm just happy to be healthy and sane, literally. Yeah, I'm, I'm praying for everybody, man. Praying yeah, for what, yeah. People don't, what people don't realize is not only, I mean, obviously this is affecting thousands of people, but it's affecting a lot of people mentally, too. So I know a lot of people that can't really stay in the house every single day and not go out and stuff like that. So to them, too, you know? Yeah, yep. Yeah. All I got to Now you got that, bro. Yeah. Um all I got to say is I pretty much been surviving on um uh all the smoke podcast knuckleheads uh a few shows on uh Netflix and Hulu and just the reruns they're doing on ESPN. That's pretty much how I've been surviving this quarantine. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I can say I you know, agree. Game, uh NFL Game Pass is free until May 31st. I'm definitely taking advantage of that. League Pass is also free, so, you know, watching all the old classic games and all the games that happened um, this season. And then also, you know, just the usual Netflix and Hulu, just taking advantage of that. I've been um, I've been taking advantage of the time to revisit uh, older music that dropped a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of stuff that I haven't listened to in a long time, so... That's kind of what I've been doing, and on top of all the music that's dropped recently. But music is keeping me sane right now. That's all I'll say. Yeah, what you where? What are you yeah. listening to? There's n- not much has dropped. Yo, so honestly, I've been listening to stuff from like four or five years ago. So uh, <laughs> I've, been listening, okay. I, I've been listening to like Dark Sky Paradise. That's been. An album I've been listening to a lot recently. I listened to The Life of Pablo yesterday. I've been listening okay. to Kid Cudi. Um, just just stuff that I'm revisiting. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, for example, when Kid Cudi dropped uh, back in two, 2009, for example, I was eight years old. I'm not, yeah. like, I'm not the same person yeah, that, yeah. that I am now. So it's like to get a new perspective on stuff that I kind of missed on, I think it's nice. Yeah, that's... Hey man, it's looking like Cuddy's out. Yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, he was like, um, yeah, he was finishing the show. show, um, Usually, when an artist does something like that, that means music is on its way. So, if I can get Kid Cuddy music during a quarantine, I'm not complaining. That's that's what I'll say. Yeah, blessed, right? At this point, we pretty much need anything to drop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. Oh man, I'm waiting on April nineteenth. Yeah, what's April nineteenth? <laughs> oh yeah, documentary, yeah, bro. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Why can I say that? Could you went from music to sports? Rick. Yep. Great. Last dance. I can't wait for that too. Um, Tori's dropping tonight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tori drops at midnight. Yep. There's a there's a couple things dropping yeah. at midnight and- today. Honestly, honestly, Tori, we'll though, we'll just to finish this off, Tori, though, has, when when this quarantine's over, we're going to look back at Tori and 
he's going to be the guy that carried all of us through this because yeah. what that guy has been doing online. <laughs> what, Marketing. I, I hope yep. the results in, like, first of all, I hope this album tonight's or mixtape is good. But I really hope this boosts him up because he's kind of, you know, like a tier two, tier three kind of artist. So I really hope yeah. uh, this has an effect because that guy's hilarious, man. <laughs> the things he's been doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. He definitely marketed himself perfectly. He gained around 3 million followers. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> and just the fact to get 350,000 people on a live at the same time. In one that's live. Ridiculous. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous, bro. But, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But um, last time out, we talked about the NBA and the NFL starting to take steps in the uh, coronavirus uh, epidemic. Wow. It's kind of crazy to think, you know, where they were a month ago, you know, slowly, you know, figuring out where we are today. today. Exactly. And then we also had Jonathan Buchanan. You know, we sat down with him, had him on the show, talked about his career as a URI thrower. Um, and he joined us to debate about um, the sports topics we talked about that day. Um, we have a great show for you guys planned today. Um, the structure is going to be a little bit different. Um, obviously, um, music, you know, there's, it's going to, like, this is a new platform that we're using. Uh, it's a work in progress. Yeah, it is still a work in progress. We still have to figure out how to incorporate music. Uh, the segments, you know, we've been thinking about it. We kind of want to do things. Off in like a different direction, uh, more free flowing, more conversation, more dialogue, uh, stuff that you guys will be able to enjoy. Um, and if you guys, you know, ever have ever, any recommendations, anything that we should go at, anything that we should do, definitely tweet us at Beyond Bleachers on Twitter or at any of our personal uh, Twitter handles. You guys ready, boys? Yep. All right. Yes, sir. Let's, Let's get do into it. it. So Let's our first to topic, um, this week we conducted a poll on our Twitter page on whether the NBA season will be continued. And surprisingly, 71% of our voters voted no. Um, but let's take this to a bigger sense besides the NBA and put it to more pro sports. Um, do you guys think that pro sports are going to return in the near future? No. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start this off. I'll start this off. So I don't, I'm not sure if that's the right thing, but I do think that every league commissioner is going to push for that to be a thing and to get back on a roll because obviously that's what everybody wants. I think everybody wants sports back right now, but I do think that if anything does return, everything will be without fans because that's just the way it has to be done right now. And just for safety of the players and everybody else that will be at the games, um, I think that's the only way that they can go with it. I mean, college football is what's really closest. I think baseball is looking to start up next month. So we'll see what happens, but we can't have fans at these games. I think that's one thing that has to be done, and that's something that they can't overlook. They can't try to work their way around that. Like, fans cannot be at these games. This can't be a crowded situation. If they're going to continue everything, it's got to be without fans. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the season's coming back either, cause like we can use we can use China, uh, the the Chinese Basketball Association as an example. They were preparing to come back in April, but um, they held that back because the uh, league and um government officials were worried about asymptomatic um 
asymptomatic uh, people, and I I totally get that. And also, you have to you have to take into account the complications of every pushing everything back. Like, if you're gonna push the if you're gonna get the season the NBA season done around like say June August, that means you have to ask when are you gonna put the draft, when are you gonna put the combine, when summer league gonna happen. See that you have so many questions that you have to answer. Like, oh, is the um, is the summer yep. league gonna happen while the the next college basketball season is gonna happen? So I think this is like, I think this is a lot more complex than people really think it is. Like, oh, you can just push things back. No, if you push things back, it just makes things like more complicated to deal with in the future. I have honestly no idea what's gonna happen. I feel like. While there is a chance, well, we got to look at it sport to sport, to be honest. For example, the NFL season does not start until pretty much the fall, we'll say. Yeah. That has a chance to be be fine because based on what we're looking at in like numbers wise for the amount of people infected right now with the virus, Mm -hmm. right now we're projected to be right around the peak. And last time I checked, New York is stabilizing a little bit. Just just to name an example of a hotspot, New York is stabilizing itself a little bit. And that's, I mean, that's a promising sign. Obviously, it's not going to get fixed tomorrow or next week. But something like the NFL um, in the fall, I don't think that's going to have much of an impact. As far as the NBA season goes by, the only way they can possibly make it work is if they – and the Navy, I think, contrary to this, but if they push it back to, let's say, July or August and they start a new season in December, there's obviously other factors that have to go with that. But it was something that they were already looking at. So maybe it might not happen this season, but maybe this season it might be lost. But in the future, it might cause them to make those kind of changes. And I'm pretty sure with those kind of changes, yeah. they'll make, you know, the necessary movements of the draft and uh, summer league and all that. It might not even be summer league anymore, to be honest. So we'll, we'll see what happens, honestly. Um, wait. So, and then something like baseball season, for example, obviously no one's playing games right now. They've tried to make the strides to try to still have a season. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm gonna get back to baseball. I'm gonna get back to baseball before, but I want to get back to your point. I don't think we're gonna have. We might have. I don't think NBA is gonna happen. You know, it seems like that. Um, the league isn't really talking about getting it restarted. It seems more that they're talking about. You know, what are we gonna do when we get canceled? And just. From reading that, that's not a good sign. So they're probably thinking yeah, it's, that it's, it's going to get most likely not going to resume. Yeah. Okay. If it doesn't resume, here's what I would like the league to do: cancel. <laughs> if you cancel the season, don't crown a champion because it's too. It's too no. like you know. You give it to Milwaukee, who has the best record. You know, everyone's going to be like, you know, Milwaukee this, Milwaukee that. You know. Milwaukee would have easily coasted through the Easter Conference Finals. Lakers, golf, golf. But yeah, exactly. You know, they meet the it, like it's too many like what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. Like, oh, listen, it's like there have been many years where 
when LeBron was on the cast, for example, they were in like second or third place. And who who mm-hmm. was crowned champion in like 2016, for example? Cavs, and they projectedly were not better yeah. than the Warriors. So I don't want to hear I don't yeah. want to hear that shit that oh we have to crown the team with the best record. First of all, when you're beating up on mm-hmm. horrible teams and you're inflating your teams, records, yeah. like, I, like yeah. yes, you're supposed to do that, but I don't want to hear that. That we're gonna crown a champion but that either, has the best record. That it makes zero sense to me. But, but like, look, and even at a historical standpoint, if you look at it like in history down the line, we're gonna we're gonna look 10, 15 years if this does happen. Milwaukee does get crowned the champions. That you know there was something wrong this year. You know, is Giannis's first championship valid? You know, there's just there's just too many questions, and I think the best way to address all of that, you know, don't crown a champion. If I was Giannis, I wouldn't want that to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't want that as a player either. It's kind of like you know, doesn't mean anything, man. It really doesn't. Yeah. And then to go back to your point about um, the season starting in twenty, no, excuse me, the season starting in December in the future, I'm a huge fan of the I am idea. Too. I agree. I I like the idea because you know to be honest I, I'll be real with you guys I don't watch I don't watch NBA basketball till Christmas Day because you know because the NFL season is going the on. NFL season there's the World Series a lot of people exactly. aren't basketball fans but it's like if you're a sports fan you're you're gonna watch or keep up with the World Series so there's a lot of factors into that yeah I'm somebody that at that time I'm watching everything to be mm-hmm. honest that's just such a blessing in yeah. time right there. Where everything is on, just everything is so prime time, and sports is just in a beautiful yeah. moment. Um, but I think I don't. I I don't think me and my brother were talking about this last night. I don't think that can happen. The CBA doesn't expire till the twenty twenty five. No, it's the twenty twenty three twenty twenty four season. All right, thank you, bro. So yeah, it doesn't expire for another three four years. So the NBA would not be able to make a schedule change. And to reorganize its calendar until then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could this might, you know, it might open up the discussion for moving it if they end up, you know, they cancel the season and then they can't, you know, they the season has to start up in December. But you know, we won't. I think see that's that the changing. argument that um that 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 can be made because Adam Silver has talked about that. This could be an opportunity for them to actually move the schedule. Since this is all happening right now, they yeah. could. Adam Silver has the power to take that CBA, and I don't want to say rip it up, but mm-hmm. to to work to rework some things that are in that CBA, make, such make as provisions. the schedule. Yeah, make provisions such as the schedules, simply because of everything that's happened. And we all know that it's right for the league. We all know yeah. that pushing it up and having the playoffs deeper into the summer is more important for the league because that'll help them with ratings. One, two, who doesn't want that deep in the summer? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want an NBA finals in the summer when they're all, when everybody's free and everybody can watch it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that works for me. I like it. I'm all, yeah, I agree. I'm all for it. But, you know, Danny brings up the question, you know, you have the NBA draft during the playoffs. You have... Yeah, basically, See, yeah. This the NBA draft during the playoffs. It, it gets complicated this year mm-hmm. because of the circumstances, but I feel like if it's something yeah. like that happens in like two, two or three years, they they can figure it out. You know what I mean? It does. You don't. You don't have to oh, have yeah, a draft yeah, in, in the summer, for example. Like you can move it. Yeah. Yeah, you could do it like the MLB does, and they have it like literally right in the smack mad smack middle yeah. of the season. 
I mean, in it's June. a draft. It's whatever, yeah. you know. They could, the only complication they even, is yeah. NCAA, but that, that's a whole different yeah. discussion. They could even do this, too. They could have the lottery one week, and on the following week, they have the draft. They could just they could do that. No, I don't. I don't like that idea, to be honest with you, because like I like the fact that the teams have five to six weeks to scout yeah, the players. A, yeah, they yeah. have the idea of you know where they're picking, you know what players will be in that range. You know, you, if you give teams a week to. So you take you only give teams a week that kind of like you know that screws yeah. them on that part, which isn't fair. But yeah, um, but what do you guys think about um the MLB possibly having all its teams descend on Phoenix and start the season as early as May? Um, I don't. I mean, if there's no fans and they're they're keeping safety first, I don't mind. We need something. I think that's a crazy idea. From from a fan perspective, I mean, I guess I don't mind the idea. Let's let's keep it straight. We're not going to rush into things, especially with what's going on. If someone has that down there, the entire MLB could potentially, you know, have that virus, and obviously that's not a good equation. And also, you got to put into account these people have families. They're they're not going to see them. Yeah, yeah. you can't. That's that, that, and that's, that's bigger big- than that's bigger than baseball. You know. And and that's the biggest thing. They're like, oh, to send all these players for three, four months without their families. These, there's no way these players are not going to do it, are going to do that. And I definitely agree. I, yeah. There's no way the players are going to. That's just a lot to ask a player. I personally to do. think it's very ignorant to rush into things for, for like entertainment purposes. I get, I, I oh, get, definitely. I get you're losing oh, money, definitely. but like, and this is kind of off track but an example what the ufc could potentially do that's disgusting to me like i i really feel like that's very ignorant oh that's just oh man that that rubbed me the wrong yeah, way yeah it's like that. what the like Wait, what what, I, what is this about oh oh, away, oh oh rent oh, me out of that's oh, disgusting yeah. disgusting i like I get- yes you're gonna make money and honestly as a viewer of ESPN and all these sports channels. Yes, I would I would view it because that's all I have right now. But mm-hmm. could you do you know how bad of a look it would be if they did that and somebody got that? And that's what I was saying for like anything in general. Let's put school into example. Could you imagine URI uh was like, no, we're gonna continue face to face classes and then someone Ultimately Someone contracts that. the virus. Yeah. Do you know how bad of a look See, that is? There was a school that there was a school that yeah. actually did that. Liberty University of Virginia. They were they were like, you know, we're gonna keep doing uh uh face to face classes and about twelve students caught. Yeah, that's uh, a horrible look. And I put it into pers- I put it look, into the yeah. perspective of like a parent. If I have a kid and he's gonna go to and in a year or two he's gonna make his college decision, why would I want my kid going to a school that did that? Yeah, it's exactly, a horrible look. Exactly. So, let's put it back in, into sports. If the MLB does that, kind of rushing into things, things are not one hundred percent clear yet. Because we have to realize that this virus is not leaving tomorrow. It's something that. It, oh yeah, it, no, that's it, we're too, we're too being yeah, too it naive. Definitely will get better. Like we're not like I don't think we're going to be locked up in the house for months. Like eventually, we'll be able to leave the house and you know, ease into our lives again, but 
don't rush mm-hmm. it where there's a mass amount of people in the same setting because even 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 having all these um, MOB players in the same area that's that's too many people in the same setting in my opinion so can I can I make two yeah. points um, about this yeah um okay yeah go ahead I remember the Flor- Florida's governor made a point that a possible way that the virus could have spread was because of the Super Bowl and I think that's very interesting and then you and you know how like everybody march going on spring break and stuff like that it's another way the virus could have spread but dang i i i forgot my i forgot my second point forgot my second point okay now let me let me let me say this um i can only speak of rhode island because you know obviously we all live in rhode island um but the one thing is these leagues are i feel like we have to wait and find out more information we still don't know Testing is still not widely available. Yes. So, and the results are not coming out immediately for people to know yeah. that they have it's, it. it. It's it's and progress then, in the making, and they, honestly, yeah. like they've been doing a decent job at it. I'm not gonna lie, but it's yeah. something that can't be resolved yeah. overnight. It's gonna take then, weeks. Yeah. There's there's too many benchmarks we have to wait. We we have to figure that out, and then we have to. You know, our quarantine's twenty eighth, yeah. right? Stay at home. Okay. So um that expires May eighth now. At May 9th, we're not, you know, we're not all gonna start I'm no. assuming we're not gonna all start being able to large yeah, gather no. in large groups. They're gonna slowly increase the number. I have yeah. a feeling, you, you, I have a feeling that live your life. Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling that number won't go yeah, like not, you won't start seeing things become normal again if, like, if things just, like, from today, things just better. You won't see things, you won't think, you won't see things become normal probably until, like, the middle of June, at least. Yeah, yeah. But then again, that's, you know, that's, you know, we're just us making yeah. projections and, on what And let me bring up happening. this point, too. Wuhan, the place where this virus spread, they they're just starting to open up their they're starting to loosen up restrictions. People are able to leave the the province and um and travel and highways are opening up after I believe it was either seventy five or seventy nine days. I think it was seventy five days, but you just have to like just put that into perspective. It's gonna like, take a while. Yeah, it's gonna take a while. Like it's, yeah, if we take if we take what China, you know, they the outbreak really began in December, and things are slowly starting to get back to normal. We're in April now, so you know, if we take that same projection, we're not going to be through with this until at least July, and that's just being optimistic. It depends on the advancements that they make. So I I know they're developing yeah. like um, and it. Like that antibody test. That's a that that's a huge step in the right yeah. direction because if you've had the disease, you and you recovered from it, you can go outside. You can go back into society and you're fine. You're not going to yeah. get sick. Um. So yeah. a lot yeah. a lot of people are asymptomatic and they might not even know they have it. But if society will slowly progress back into no- normal. 
the projections will also the projections will also heavily depend on how many people take the social yeah, distancing. And, and even that, people aren't seriously. taking it seriously either. Seriously, so yeah, that's why I say it's like you know, China's dealing with it with uh, dealt with with it for four months, but you know their governmental system mm-hmm. is different from ours, and you know we have a m- lot more freedom. So, you know, in China, they're like, you know, they're, you know, the restrictions that they put, you know, are acceptable for like their way of life, but for us it's different. So for them, you know, things might take like a certain time, but like, because, you know, our way of life and like the way we think, it may take a lot longer. You got anything to say, James? Yeah. Man, I just want everything to get better, man. I'm praying for this world. Everything is, I mean, we all want everything to get better. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to get out their house. Everybody wants to do their own thing and live their lives normally like we all do. But that's just not what it is right now. We all have to understand that we all have to take part for this to change. change yeah. It's something that, something that we're never yeah, going to forget. Quite frankly, this is going to be when it's all said and done, like when we have kids and all that, like this is going to be one of those, it'll literally be a history lesson in high school pandemics. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's by far probably the craziest thing I've, maybe not the craziest thing, but like. It's probably the craziest thing that's happened in my life, man, to be honest with you. I mean, from the long term perspective. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously, we gotta, some pretty crazy yeah, shit we, happened in yeah. a short time, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who would have thought, man? All right, it was, yeah, I know. All right, let's get into our next topic. So last Saturday, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame announced its nine inductees for the class of 2020. The class of 2020 will be enshrined in Springfield, Massachusetts, on. Saturday, August 29th. The class includes the late Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett. Um, so, fellas, what do you guys think about this class? So they got it right. Oh, yeah, they definitely got it right. They got it That's right. not even a question. But, I mean, can we talk about the star power in this class? I mean, yeah, sir, go ahead. Jesus. Kobe Bryant, <laughs> I mean, we all know him, clearly. I mean, he's an 18-time NBA All-Star. Rest in pieces, so we miss you. Um, 11-time All-NBA first-team selection. He was an All-Star captain. He's earned the game's MVP trophy four times. He was also a five-time NBA champion with the Lakers. He scored the second most points in a single game in NBA history with 81. He led the NBA in total points for four seasons. He ranks fourth on the NBA's career point list. And he's often he's I mean he's often celebrated for his offensive prowess, but let's not forget that he was a nine-time NBA All Defensive First Team member, and he's also he's also earned gold you know gold medals with the in the Olympics two thousand eight and two thousand twelve. We got Tim Duncan, fifteen-time NBA All Star, eighteen eight-time member of the NBA All Defensive First Team, five-time NBA champion with the Spurs, and Finals MVP three times. And then we got KG, fifteen-time NBA All Star. And 2008 NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, widely regarded for his passion and intensity on the court. And a nine-time NBA All-Defensive First Team selection. He led the league in rebounds for four consecutive seasons from 2004 to 2007. That's from the 2004 season to the 2007 season. And he was named Defensive Player of the Year in 2008. He played for the Timberwolves in in 2004, but 
we all I think a lot of people recognize him from his first time with the Celtics. That's just me. But, yeah, no. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. We got, we, we wait, got some I, other people in the class too, but those are just the NBA players. Wait, can I say something about the Kevin Garnett? Yeah. Did you guys hear about sure. what he said yesterday? Yeah. Oh yeah. About Glenn Taylor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's that's wild. That's crazy. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> See, now that makes me feel now nah, actually I might have to take back what I said, you know, a few weeks ago about, you know, Kevin Garnett getting his jersey retired, you know. Like he's not a Celtic, you know. I had to think about it more, you know. He kind of embodies what it means yeah. to be. Yeah. Okay, you want to know something crazy? What? I still don't think he should get what? his jersey retired by the Celtics. <laughs> It's Why just, is that, I mean, To go back to what I said a couple of weeks ago, I understand the impact, but you gotta be you gotta be with the franchise for longer than he was, in my opinion. He was there for about okay. fair argument. He was okay. there for about how many five, um, six, seven years? Two thousand seven. That's about seven years. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. I feel like you gotta be like, so, and this is minimum, minimum, yeah. 10, 10 years minimum. Mm-hmm. Okay. I disagree I, with that. I, I disagree I'm with that. Sure. There might be, there might be a Celtics player up there that is retired that we're not disputing. That was probably played. I'm like gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, Jason. Me, this is not like related to like the NBA or anything, but like we all see how these NFL players are retiring before the age of thirty and stuff like that. Like, look, I'll use Luke Keekley as an example. He played, I think. Eight nine years in the NFL, mm-hmm. he's definitely getting his jersey retired for the Carolina Panthers. Like no question, bro, no question. Not to interrupt you, not to interrupt you, bro. But we're bro, talking, we're bro, talking about basketball. I'm trying to, basketball yo, bro, I'm trying to make like the I, I think, I mean, I'm trying I to think, make the comparison in years. I think I, I think I think it's just a you well, it's a different okay. sport. But like that's like saying with that logic. In, in today's world, like, for example, if the Celtics win a championship or two in the next, like, few years, that's like saying Marcus Smart should get his jersey retired. <laughs> with that with that logic, you know? Okay. Essentially, essentially. In like, some like, cases, it doesn't work, okay? Yeah, but it's like, no, like, if you – it, it okay. also depends. Like, if you're going to be on a team for seven years, but you win three championships in those seven years, all right, maybe that gets a pass, but – Yes, they were close to winning a second one, but one championship. I also look at that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I think yeah. James also forgot to mention the. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. I, the, uh, I was just was mentioning the NBA players, but those they. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're good. Um, Eddie Sutton, two-time AP Coach of the Year. Um, made the uh coach named Coach of the Year in three different conferences. Has a career uh, win total of 806 and has made the final four three times. Rudy Tomjanovich, uh, who coached uh, Olajuwon and Kobe Bryant for a season. And then you have Kim Mulkey, the women's basketball coach at Baylor. And then Barbara Stevens, who I did a little bit, had to do some research on her yesterday. She has 1,039 1, wins at Bentley. Which is really impressive. Oh, I actually, yeah, 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 I've heard about that. Man. Jesus. To go back to the uh, three main NBA. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, wait, wait, we can't NBA. forget about Tamika Catchings too. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, to me. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about we'll that. Go back yeah. on the uh, three NBA players that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, I feel like it's – obviously, it's a no-brainer. A lot, of, a lot of discussion was, like, who had the better career between – I'm not going to put KG into that conversation, but it's, like, who had a better career of Tim Duncan or Kobe. And it's, like, to, ha- to, to compare those two and have them be in the same class, that's special. That's really special. So, yeah. honestly, for the next few years, we're going to have some pretty elite players get inducted. And it's kind of it, – it's crazy because we're, we're a little bit – now players that we, you know, started watching, now they're, you know, getting into the Hall of Fame and stuff. Now, eventually in a couple of years, we're going to apply ourselves into that conversation of oh I saw this player when he played in this time span so I feel like it's a today well not today but recently it's been a good I guess news for the NBA but um for the future yeah. this is this is gonna happen more often. Yeah 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 um yeah, I like yeah, this class is probably one of the best classes that I can think of in recent memory. But my biggest question, you know, is this the greatest Hall of Fame class ever? So far it might be. Um I what think about you and EBA? I could definitely I could definitely say it's one of the greatest um Hall of Fame classes. Obviously we like obviously yeah, is yeah, it the greatest say, stuff? Yeah, yes, that was the question. Yes, it's the greatest. I'm gonna say, over, I'm gonna over say this championships. Is, I'm gonna say this is possible because the Hall of Fame committee obviously changed their rules. Now it takes four years to be eligible for the Hall of Fame instead of five, and I think that's definitely great because it gives us more people. Well, in this case, it gives us more people that are eligible like instantly. Yeah, even that with the the change of rules, which I you when did that recently happen? Wasn't I think like it was um, 2018. I think it was 2018. I believe it was the okay. Even with that, even with that, I don't even think this is the greatest yeah. Hall of Fame class that we've ever. Seen. You don't you you think? I think go. Okay. I think there was a better Hall of Fame class. If we go back to 2009, um, the great, the greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan, and then you have the assist leader in John Stockton, you have the admiral David Robinson, you have Utah Jazz head um, head coach Jerry Sloan, who's fourth in NBA in coaching wins, and then you have C. Vivian Stringer, who's the current coach at Rutgers, who has a thousand career wins. And has made the final four both at Iowa I, and can, Rutgers. Can I make this point? So I think. I think was that the year the Dream Team got inaugurated? Yeah, I mean, the enshrined 2009? Um, let, let, me, um, let me check okay. that for you, but I don't think so. Um, I think from what I, from what I looked at, it was just those. It was just okay because if, if, if that yeah. was the year, if that was the year that um, that was the year that the um, dream team got um 
enshrined them, that kind of inflates it a little bit. And, like, because think about it, you have a bunch of players comparing – you're comparing that to a team. So, all right, let me I, – I got the list in front of me right now. So, 2009 was – wow. 2009 was – Michael Jordan, David Robinson, Jerry Sloan, John Stockton, and then C. Vivian Stringer. Um, the, the, the dream okay, team was okay, 2010. Okay. So, yeah. No, I think 2009 okay. is the greatest Hall of Fame class that we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jason? What do you think? Jason? Uh, did we lose I him? I think we might have lost him. Yeah. Yeah. See, let me try to figure out how to do this. All right. Now we'll just we'll just keep the conversation going, and then um, we'll figure it out in a bit. But no, nah, yeah, definitely. I think the 2009 Hall of Fame class has to be the greatest class that we've ever seen. And you know, and then this 2020 class okay. is a close second. All right. Wait, you. But let's okay. Yeah, we got all right. We just got James back. All right, I think everyone's back. You know, she's just dealing with a few but, technical sorry difficulties. About that. No, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. Um, so we we're just talking. We we're just talking about um the Hall of Fame uh inductees, the class of 2020, and I was making the point that this is not okay. the greatest class that we've ever seen. I think we've seen a greater class than the grid. This is this class is second, but the 2009 class. Is still the greatest class that we've ever. Can seen. you refresh my memory? Who's in that class? So, two thousand and nine um, is Michael Jordan, greatest player of all time. Uh, okay. John Stockton, assist leader. Uh, the Admiral David Robinson, uh, Utah Jazz head coach Jerry Sloan, uh, who coached them, uh, coached Carl Malone and John Stockton, obviously, when they made mm-hmm. their two championship appearances in the late nineties. And then um, see Vivian Stringer. Um, she's a women's basketball head coach. She's currently the women's head okay. basketball coach at Rutgers. Um, a thousand career wins and has made four final four appearances as the okay. coach at Iowa and Rutgers. So I think that's still the greatest class that we've you got ever a compelling seen. argument there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even to even just this yeah, is it's too, it's much too much star power in that class. To even to deny, yeah. Um, but we also had we the NFL also released its twenty its two thousand and ten all decade team, I believe mm-hmm. three de- three days ago. And some notable names on this list include Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Calvin Johnson, Rob Gronkowski, JJ Watt, D- Darrell Rivas, Khalil Mack, and Aaron Donald. Um, so what do you got? What are your so, guys' overall thoughts? So on they got the quarterback this list. And Tom Brady obviously clearly needs to be there, but Aaron Rodgers, I guess we can say there's an argument there yeah, man, for yeah. Drew Brees, man. There's an argument there for Drew Brees, man. There really is. Nah, Drew, I I I agree. I definitely think I think so. I think Drew Brees deserves to be here. And here's why. So Drew Brees threw four. I did the math earlier. He threw forty six thousand seven hundred and seventy yards between two thousand ten and two thousand nine. Had three hundred and forty three hundred and forty five touchdowns, 
and had a completion percentage of 69.9, made the playoffs six out of the 10 years. Well, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he was injured, didn't have as many as the receivers that he, you know, that he has. He didn't have targets like Drew Brees had the whole time, but he did throw um, thirty over 38,000 yards, had 40 less touchdowns than Drew Brees had, and his completion percentage was around 64%. But he made the playoffs eight out of the 10 years and won the Super Bowl in 2010. I think that's why they put Rodgers those – you know, he had to do less with more. Yeah. You know, he had to do more with less, and he won the Super Bowl. I think that's the reason why you kind of put Aaron yeah, Rodgers I... over Drew Brees. I don't like the idea of putting Drew Brees. Drew Brees dominated this. There's no way you don't put the all-time uh, uh, passing yards and touchdowns leader. On, yeah, I just, you know, on this uh, that's where I'm just kind of. The the one thing that surprised this. the one thing that surprised me is I thought there would be more unanimous selections. Yeah, like Tom, I'm surprised. Yeah, oh, yeah like, I'm I surprised agree. somebody like Luke Keekley wasn't and wasn't a unanimous selection. Somebody like him. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there's so many. I think there's so many great defenders. Yeah. Than there are like say 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 a position like quarterback yeah. like we can single that out a lot more yeah. than we can defense because there's so many different positions on the field right yeah. at, you know at that that time but I think quarterback is a position that unanimous like we can get a unanimous vote for that because Tom Brady's the goat um Adrian Peterson there's no denying him Calvin Johnson is no denying him yeah Gronk Gronk is the greatest tight end of all time in my eyes Calvin no, Johnson no, yeah, was yeah, unanimous, yeah, it was unanimous though it was, jo- it was um. Joe Tom, it was uh, Joe, uh, Tom Brady, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian Peterson, Joe Thomas, Joe Marshall Yonda, <laughs> JJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Justin Tucker. Those were only unanimous. Yeah. Tucker, yeah. 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 I like the list. You know, I like the, I, I like, I have no problems with the list. You can, you know, my only problem is obviously Drew Brees. You can make an argument for putting guys like Cameron Wake mm-hmm. or like a Demarcus Ware. You can make an argument for those guys, but you know, overall, I think it's like a well, like you know, it's good. You know, yeah. from offense to defense to special teams, even the coaches. Yeah, probably the two best coaches of the day. Okay, okay. P. Uh, P. So, Carroll and yeah, Bill Jack Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. P. Carroll Belichick. Yeah. Um, Jason, what are your thoughts? Wait, Jason. Technical difficulties. No, I, don't he, I don't think we got him. Yeah. Um. All right, that's fine. Um. But yeah, even I was doing. You know, there's like a, a lot of alternates you could put. Even like you know, Camp Chancellor, someone that you know that I didn't hear too much. That was like a possible snub. Yeah. There's um. I I. I agree with most of these. I think there's a couple people that I also think um, yeah. Joe Hayden has a Joe Hayden has a, a argument 
for 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 being one of the corners in there. Joe Hayden Arguably, had a hell yeah. of a start with the Browns. His first four seasons were incredible. I mean, and he hasn't really slowed up. He's still a Pro Bowl cornerback right now. He's still a Pro Bowl corner. He can still do it. Um, he was also trying to make an argument for himself on um on uh what's it called. Uh, Twitter, he was making an argument for himself, pretty much saying, like, you know, he had more picks than Darrell Revis and a whole bunch of other stuff that he was saying. But I think a lot of those – I think a lot of those stats um, that he was throwing out can be deceiving because Darrell Revis wasn't a corner that was getting thrown at. I mean, he wasn't going to catch picks if he wasn't getting thrown at. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to – you know. So there's a lot of – his argument was flawed, but I understand. All right, we got Jason back. Drew Brees should be there. (laughs) <laughs> Drew Brees. That's disrespectful. I like that. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I like that. That is, man. That is fucking disrespectful. Oh, I think, oh okay. I think I think I think I think Aaron Ro- dude. I think Aaron Rodgers is so overrated, bro. Like, yeah, and a lot of people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, it's it's like you can be a good player, but you can still be overrated. People don't realize that. Yeah, he has. Uh, I mean, he has incredible skills that we've yeah. seen from very few people, but. I understand what you're saying. There's no argument. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying he's overrated, but for what people they they put him on a pedestal. That, you got uh, they, they, you gotta... they, I, I've I've seen him compared like him and Tom Brady are like in completely different tiers. Let me let me let me frame it like this, Jason. Let me frame it like this. Aaron Rodgers is putting up the stats. He's putting up without – bro, it wasn't until this past season that they want to give him offensive weapons. No, no, no. It wasn't this until this past season that they, that they wanted to give him defensive weapons. And look. And that's – No, defensive that's, weapons. Oh, defensive weapons. I thought you said offensive weapons. He's, right, always, had the, he's always had the offensive weapons. He's always like had to carry the offense. But like the defense has always been trashed. Like, it's gotten to the point where, like, Aaron Rodgers has to score 30 points every game in order to keep this team in the game. I mean, I, I, I also consider injuries. Yeah. I, I, put injuries, I put injuries into account. Yeah. Injuries hasn't, hasn't been as injured until recently. You could make the – yeah, you that's – yeah – you could make the argument that yeah. um yeah I got that yeah this is yeah we'll figure it out um you could make the argument that um you said wow, you could make the argument that jeez anyway you can make the right, yeah you could make the argument that Aaron Rodgers does deserve to be there because he played less games cuz you know like I said before he had to do he had to do more with less and he didn't really get the receivers and the targets he deserved until this year. And then, you know, he took his team yeah. to the AF- yeah. NFC Championship game where they got smacked. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, nope, 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 nope. Y'all got anything else? All right, cool. Let's transition to our next topic. So, one thing we did talk about in our last episode was would March set the press – would set – uh, precedent for the rest of 2020. Um, there was a lot of notable albums that were released in March. Eternal Take, Love Is Rage, 
I, I always say love is rage. Uh, love versus the world two, uh, the deluxe album two, eternal take, boss man, Columbo, a written testimony, heaven or hell, sweet action, after hours, ADHD, party mobile, just to name a few of the albums that were released in March. Um, so guys, what's the best album of March? Probably Eternal. I mean, it's the biggest, obviously. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's the biggest there. My favorite one, honestly, though, might be After Hours or Chilombo. That's personal testimony, obviously. But um, the the party project kind of disappointed me, to be honest. I, I listened to that. I still Jason. have yet to listen Thank to you. it. Thank you. But why is that? Thank it, you. It, it's it, this is and this is something that to the both of you, your brother pointed out. Yeah. A lot of us are hooked on the original sound of the artist. So, for example, I'll I'll throw out an example: Bryson Tiller, mm-hmm. tra- Trap Soul. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, it, when God knows when he's going to put an album, <laughs> that, that that guy that he's he's locked in the basement as far as I'm concerned. But and no, no. but can we all are at this? If, point. if his next album is not trap soul, it's going to be called trash because that's kind of how we operate. Um, mm-hmm. like I I guess that's my main argument with um with parties project and. It's just even even for a different kind of sound, it it just I I feel like you know when you listen to an album and you don't know when the next song is, it's just kind of like a same type of vibe thing. It's like it, it doesn't hook you. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's exactly there's what no, happened with that album. Yeah, I so yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. There's some there's some notable songs, his singles, kind of sounded better in the mix of the whole project but it, it was it was yeah. decent. it was like okay at best i wouldn't even call it decent after yeah. hours was a really well-rounded project i feel like the weekend brought back his depression yeah he, he basically he brought back his depression he, <laughs> he kind of steered away from the Starboy shit that i hate um yeah Chilombo's probably, like I said, it's probably my favorite one. Um, I think uh, it it just may be biased, honestly. I'm just mm-hmm. into that. I'm into that music. When I'm gonna listen to a female, that's probably what I'm gonna listen to. Mm-hmm. More of a med- meditative, like kind of, kind oh, of flow. Okay. So that that might be biased, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. That's me. I <laughs> feel like I feel like my favorite album definitely has to be um, Uzi's um, deluxe album. Well, not not deluxe, but like his both of his albums in general. But can I make this point though? Rich the Kid dropped Boss Man the same time as um as uh when Uzi dropped Eternal Take, correct? Yeah. That's can awesome. I say this though? Can I yeah, say this? The album was terrible, bro. <laughs> can I say this though? Like, I'm not gonna say the entire album was terrible. Yeah. But there's a few songs like. When I first listened to Boss Man, I was just like, "What is this?" But then, but then after I got out of out of my <laughs> my Uzi coma, I started. I listened to Rich the Kids album, and like <laughs> there were a few songs that I like. Like I like Ray Charles, uh, Easy, 
Yeah, Ray Charles, like Easy. Yeah, those are the two primary songs that I liked on the album. Nah, um, yeah. His he he's a very hit or miss person. It's either good or it's not. Yeah, and, I feel that. And I don't know, man. It, it just it just didn't do it for me. It, it really just didn't do it for me. I, and this is coming from a guy who yeah. has supported Rich the Kid for the for the past like two or three years. So yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I. Yeah, I can see the same thing. I like I like Kid, but you know, like if you if people haven't heard that, like please recommend that because that's a really good album. It's not just New Freezer and Plug Walk. It's a whole. Oh yeah, pretty much the whole album. Um, one thing I will say about Uzi, his um, the I mean his deluxe was basically a whole second album. That is a hundred times better than original Eternal Take. Than eternal, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I definitely agree. All right. If we have to, if we have to compare eternal take and then the uh, love is love versus the world to love versus yeah. the world to yeah, I'm taking um, that over eternal take. It's just from if you start you start from Myron all the way to oh, Lo Mane. Look at the track list real quick. You start at Myron Lotus. Oh, um, Lo you, you no, Lo Mane is eternal take. I mean, bro. they're both they're both technically eternal take, but like <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. It, it's a different, it's a different project, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's um. I can't it's Myron Lotus Bean. Uh, yes, Sersky. What's up, Strawberry Peels? Bean, nice. I can show nice. you Moon Relate. Nice. Come this way. Nice. Um, trap this way, no auto money spread. Um, yeah, money spreads and money spread is fire. Uh, got the guap and leader, money spread is fire, and everything else That's is the his first is the um, eternal take. The first, yeah, see, the first project that dropped, it was kind of it's not it's not bad music, I'm not saying that at all. I, I actually don't mind the project, yeah, but. It's kind of on the cornyish side to me. It's kind of corny. Um, while the other project is more what I'm used to from hearing. Yeah, I, I would say. That. I feel. Um, he he definitely established himself as a he's here to stay. He he was here to stay already, but. He, his next album, I don't know oh, what that's yeah. going to be, but we're talking like we're talking Travis Kendrick potential. You want to know what's you want to know what's he, he, you want to know what's crazy yeah. about this? Two years ago, I think it was two years ago, Uzi was talking about quitting music. Shout out to Jay Z. Shout out to Jay Z, man. I it's remember cool. that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's crazy, like. It's like he went from that to this to this. Can can I rant? Go ahead. Quick? What the fuck did yeah, you say a couple days ago? I don't give a listen, 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 listen. I don't give a fuck if that's a dance song, a TikTok. I don't give a fuck, but at least make it good. That that was. I know it's a TikTok song, but it make is it a good. TikTok song, bro. It wasn't good. Yo, I don't like it. Literally, know. bro. I when I listened to the song the first time, I was just like, "Nope, what? this ain't this ain't it." Like, 
Listen, listen, like that's that's been what people have been, like. Oh, it's a TikTok song. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if it still has to be like good, it's not. <laughs> apparently on TikTok, apparently on TikTok, it's not doing as well as it should. Yeah, I thought it'd be, so I, I thought it'd be blowing up like crazy, but apparently it's not. I feel like it's just, like I thought people would be making like TikToks too, already, but I feel like it's too, it's too corny. Like it's too, it, it's too much. You know what I mean? Like obviously it's and he said so he didn't he say something like I I didn't even mean for it to be that kind of shut the fuck up I was not with like that's not that's not true at all I don't want to hear that <laughs> that's 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 BS what he said about um didn't mean for it to like be a dance song like what the like no that's not that's not okay look what I find what I find funny what I find funny. If you read the lyrics, I my boy Andre De Los Santos, shout out to him. He pointed out on Twitter. Pretty much. He's talking about the moonwalk. If you read the lyrics, he's talking about the moonwalk. But he created his own dance. Listen. Yo, that's crazy. Have you have you guys heard of you know leaks? how powerful Drake is? What leaks? Oh, uh, I came I came across I one last night, but I didn't listen to it. I heard Cardi. I heard Fabio Foreign. Yeah. I've heard I've heard it. The leaks and I'm excited for his next project. One thing I will say about Drake though, and I did say this earlier. He because mm-hmm. you know how um during this quarantine with and this is really entertaining, you know how people are doing hit for hit battle? Yeah. So I I saw this yeah. like yeah, uh, Drake versus Kanye thing. Um how people, you know, like what people think about who has more hits between Drake or Kanye. And Drake has Yeah. And I I love Drake. Drake is mm-hmm. a Drake, I listen to Drake all the time. He's a, he's a good artist. But he has one of the in my opinion, he has one of the lowest standards of what a hit is. It's kind of like anything that is remotely like fine musically is a hit because it's Drake. Like, it, because I feel like because I feel why like something you, like Scorpion should not be viewed as as the best thing he's ever dropped, and people actually view that. Oh no! And I don't. I don't. Something I like don't, I don't. There think was a view, the there was a views argument a couple of days ago, like, like. Views was oh, yeah. a decent project, yeah, but we're not gonna yeah. sit here and call some random ass song on Views a hit, like people were saying. So it's just the standards are mm-hmm. kind of different, and it allows him to be in that kind of discussion of hit for hit against someone like Kanye. I personally think Kanye would win. That's yeah. I don't think that's a good point. Yeah, I definitely agree. You kind of have to get. Like play Gold Digger, what the fuck are you gonna play? Graduation play. is that whole album fire. Yeah, even that too. Yeah, no, I think know, early two thousand stuff. Drake's coming though. Drake's yeah. coming. Um, Kendrick. Yeah, no, 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 Drake. He's coming. I don't know when, but he is. Um. Yeah. <laughs> When was it? Yeah. Ooh, we were sophomores. He's coming. He's coming. 20, it was twenty. Tw- it's twenty seventeen. Okay. So. No. No. Yeah. He. 
Yeah, that we were. Yeah, that was our sophomore. He's coming. I, I know a lot of people. There's, you know, there's all sorts of rumors and stuff. I don't know what this quarantine. Um, yeah. I don't know what this quarantine does to that. Mm-hmm. Probably delays shit a little bit, but. I want to, you know, James kind of, you know, he's dealing with some technical stuff right now, but I definitely want to ask, like, how does that look? Like, do artists, like, send files between each other? And just, like, you know, do they all have, like, their own studios in their room? Yeah, no, I mean, most artists have some, you know, they're not going to not work. That's probably the one thing we have right now, honestly, is music. Um, It's just, you know... Yeah. Places like Def Jam and and you know like actual like labels, they're probably slowing everything down as a result of as a result of this. We'll see. Right, yeah, Big Sean's dropping soon. I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He has it. He hasn't announced oh, a date, yeah. but he has when, announced when's that, that he has an album again? coming. So within the next you know couple of months i'm very excited about I mean, that. I, okay. I love big sean and he hasn't dropped since i think yeah. sophomore year as well so yeah. i'm excited for that yeah he hasn't dropped since i decided in 2017. shit really oh yeah it's, shit, been, that's it's right. been a while we're getting older Damn. man we're old i like this i remember when that that's dropped. one of his best projects I'm saying that like that was years that ago. That in Dark Sky. Yeah. What was your favorite album of March? Oh yeah. Mine? <laughs> Shit. I I didn't even realize I'm about to move on to the next segment, but mine, I definitely you I'm surprised. I like Eternal Take. Oh, yeah, I forgot about I actually up, I was gonna uh, bring Don's, that up, but yeah. Go I, ahead. I like I like Don's album. Um it's I very good. You. I like to call it background music. It's very good background music. If you don't have a specific thing you want to play and you just want yeah. to play music in general, you play that. I think he's he's here to stay. He's he's gonna yeah. He's gonna. I, really I feel is. bad for him though. He has two. Nah, he has two he albums, is, and yeah. when he dropped his first Why? album, Astro World dropped, and when he dropped his second album, Uzi dropped. No, he dropped no, no, it. No, 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 no. He, he dropped he it. Added alone. He dropped it the week after Uzi dropped. Yeah. No, yeah. no, the Eternal the, I feel, I feel, the Deluxe I feel album bad. dropped. His numbers should probably be higher. Okay. But okay. Yeah. Still, though, regardless, he's he's still a good artist. Yeah. He's he's here to but stay. That doesn't take away. He's still a good artist. I'm excited for the future for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. I'm still figuring out how to distinguish his voice from Travis Scott's voice. Travis Scott's voice. Really, that's interesting. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to figure out. That kind of brings back the whole like Travis Scott sounds the same in every song. No, he doesn't. Like, listen, listen, listen to the song. He he doesn't sound the same. I get it, but like, (laughs) they they don't sound the same. You know. Moving on though. Uh, yeah, no, I'll get back to you on that one, but yeah, moving on. Um, so today we're recording on Thursday, okay. This past Wednesday, Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady appeared on the Howard Stern show to talk about his time with the Patriots and what went into his decision of joining the Buccaneers. He signed a two year, $50 million, fully caring 
guaranteed contract with the Bucks on March 20th. Um, so what are your overall takeaways from this interview yesterday? Prior to last season. Um, I'm kind of not surprised. I feel like he would have. I'm not surprised that he that he uh that he said that, but like, can I also mention a few other things that he mentioned from the interview? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he talked about obviously we just mentioned he yeah. knew he was going to leave the Patriots before 2019, um, and meeting with Robert Kraft on um March 16th marked the final decision. Um, Brady was offered the opportunity to speak at the Republican National Convention in 2016. Obviously, some people may know that Trump has not Trump. Tom Brady has a really good relationship with Donald Trump, but Tom Brady offered not to speak because he didn't want to do anything political related to his campaign, but he still wanted to maintain his uh, friendship with him. Um, Brady also, he also meant, talked about how he had multiple concussions throughout his career. Giselle, we all know Giselle referenced that a few, um, I think it was in 2018 when um, there he released his uh, Facebook watch documentary, Tom versus Time. And uh, this, this caught me by, this caught me by surprise. Tom Brady mentioned that he smoked weed in high school. I'm not surprised. It was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. But I would have I do, would have never imagined him doing it. But then. Yeah, exactly. The thing is Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, that's, I'm not that's advocating for people to yeah. do that, but what it's kind of like think, you kinda of think Yeah, obviously obviously not, but like you kinda of think of I mean, Tom Brady as like like this model citizen. He does everything the right way by the book. You know, he's hardworking. You know. Yeah, exactly. So that yeah, that proves my point. Like you kind of see him as like. But yet you know, again, but yet again, we have to put it in put this into perspective. Our biases are like, like think about it. We're we're eighteen, we're nineteen year olds putting. We put Tom Brady on a pedestal our entire life because of what he's done for the for the area. I'm not surprised. I'm reacting this way. I, I think like, I mean, you know, yeah, uh, that's true. like at this point. I mean, not a. He did that in high school, but it, it's not like it makes you like this. You know, he he's still a very healthy person. I'm pretty sure he takes his health very seriously. I don't think that because he did something you know over 20 years ago that I I don't think. Like, see, I I feel like it shouldn't be like news mm-hmm. as much as it is. That's that's what he thing. did. Yeah. Like if if like. The... <laughs> Like if this was somebody like Josh Gordon, we would not. But he did. We would not be saying anything about. We wouldn't be like, "Oh my God, Tom Brady just said this." Like it would just be like this. We'd just be like, "Josh Gordon, stay off the weed." Exactly. Josh Gordon probably did that today multiple times. (laughs) I mean, Tom Brady was eight with a two. So, but the thing is, yo, yo. Y'all forget, y'all, like, you're leaving out that, what's it called? He would have kept doing it, but, like, when he did do it, like, he had such a close relationship with his father that he always felt guilty when he did do it. Yeah, that is good parenting. It was like, he was, you know, for him, for his dad, he was, his dad, Tom was his only son, so, you know, he had a close relationship. 
So, you know, that kind of, yeah. you know, you can understand and that. He also, he also mentioned about the amount of the concussions um, thing. But he said that he didn't want injuries to take him out of the game. He wanted to decide when he wanted to retire, which I kind of, I definitely respect that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that makes sense. Why do you think he's still playing? He's 42, you know, defying um, father. What do you time. think about this, Jason? About, um... But... About him? No, the... What are you referring to exactly? About the concussions. I mean, I'm not, I'm not one entirely surprised. I know Giselle was kind of on his sack about about that for a couple of years, about the injuries and the buildup and all that. I respect him for kind of, you know, I want to be done when I want to be done. But, I mean, he is older. <laughs> he, he He is a higher an injury. He's not the most athletic person in the world, so. I feel that. I feel I, that, I feel but... Like um, he's, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, I wish him best health in... You know, don't be surprised. And I, I was saying this when he was here, too. You know, don't be surprised if, God forbid, but, like, you know, some injury happens or something like that. He's been dealing with it his whole career. He's going to continue to do so, so. Yeah. Um, another thing that did, um, that stood out to me. Yeah. Was... Yeah. Can y'all hear, no, still hear me? All right. Man, I thought I got kicked off for a second. Um, another thing that did stuck out to me was he even admitted he not he even admitted he originally didn't want to get married and have kids until his late thirties. Like, that's how dedicated he was to football that he didn't want to think about anything else until the back end of his career when, you know, when you typically do retire. And that definitely stood out to me. And then he met, you know, unfortunately he did, you know, his girl, ex-girlfriend at the time, Bridget Moynihan, you know, they had, she had, she got pregnant with their oldest son, Jack. Now, Nash. That that was probably the thing besides, you know, the, you know, talking about, like, why he went to Tampa Bay. Um, um, was really how he met Giselle, uh, concussions, all that. That was thought, the biggest thing was probably that. Because, like, I feel like definitely, you know, a lot of college, a lot of professional athletes, you know, so, like, focused on the, you know, just playing and like, you know, Tom Brady comes off that way, you know? So it was just, you know, it was just interesting for me to see that, you know, he wasn't, you know, life happens, you know, you meet people, you know, and then like, kind of like, you're I'm just curious. I've like, seen snippets of the interview, but what did, off how did, how exactly did Brady and Giselle meet? So Brady had a mute. So they both had a mutual friend and the mutual friend was like, Hey Tom, I have a friend who is the female version of you. So they met one night yeah. on a date at a, they went to a wine bar. I can remember. Yeah. They went on a wine bar and, you know, kind of just like, and That's then things took off from there. 
Yeah. Why, Come on, why bro. Is, why is why, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady in a wine bar? I could totally see it, bro. Very serious like, career. A guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, still, though. Bro, I mean, this, probably during the, almost, this was during the offseason. Yeah. And if, and if, <laughs> if anything, if we're going to talk about wine, think about LeBron. <laughs> LeBron drinks wine. I mean, drink yeah. <laughs> Even throughout the season. I'm gonna drink something. If you fall on my, or he's got a wine bottle in his hand. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we don't need a history lesson on alcohol. It has less concentrated with alcohol, so. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, um, even that, and then if I could think of anything else, um, he openly admitted that the Patriots didn't deserve to win a Super Bowl this year. Really. Just kind of like, kind of, yeah. He um, openly he yeah. said it yeah. like we didn't deserve to win this yeah. year. I mean, that's kind of it's kind of good that like he like we're kind of seeing like all the yeah. stuff because like honestly, I agree with Tom. This I would have been very surprised if this team made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, I would have been rooting for them, but like if we beat the Titans. I would have said it would have been very hard for us to beat the Chiefs in the divisional round. Yeah, we really needed that that our first round bye. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's another. That's another discussion for another day. But we need. Yeah, I don't know. Even that. Never mind. I'll talk about that later. But um, where do you guys see the um, Bucks and the Patriots the next season? I I know some people are going to be like, oh, you're just being bitter. You're just mad that Tom Brady is on the Bucs and not on the Patriots. But I still don't see the Bucs being the best team in the NFC South. Like, I still think that division still runs through the Saints. I could say that team gets – the Saints get – no, not the Saints. I see the Buccaneers winning 10 or, 10 or 11 games. Yeah. The Bucks get, but I don't see them winning okay. that division. I, I I agree. I feel like the Bucks got they got a wild card, and I think the Patriots are going to be better than people think. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to be you know on some crazy Super Bowl run, but I, I feel like I mean they're not going to be garbage. People are saying that they're done this and that, but their defense is still good. They got the best head coach of all time. They'll they'll be relevant. Yeah. They'll be relevant. Yeah. They'll be relevant. I, I am interested to see what Belichick has to you know offer this year for Patriots fans. I feel like we're not going to be as upset as we might think we will be. But yeah, I I think I think. Oh, mm, I, I'm excited no. for Belichick. Going to bring to the table this year, especially. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do um, mm. in terms of future draft picks, but let's see what Belichick can work with without Brady. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For for the Buccaneers, you could make a case that they could win the that they could win the division. You know, they have. Obviously, they play Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans twice. They play Chicago, Denver, the New York Giants, the Las Vegas Raiders, 
uh, the Green Bay Packers, Minnesota, Kansas City, Los Angeles, both Los Angeles teams. So the Patriots. So you could definitely make the case that they could win 11, 12 games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. No. Shut up, I'm talking kid. about the. Shut up. I'm talking about the Bucks, man. Keep up with me, man. Keep up. <laughs> yeah, but you could definitely make the case that the Buccaneers could win 12 games and challenge the the Saints for the for the division. Yeah. They'll definitely split. They'll split. They'll split with the Saints. Green Bay. I could see them beating Green Bay. I don't know. That defense is kind of tough. Kind of not. They are tough. Kansas City, I don't know. Los Angeles, the Rams, I don't, you know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Um, but going towards the Patriots, Patriots, I believe they're going to finish 9-7 and seven and get that seventh uh, playoff spot. You know, this year they did change. Next year they will have – they did change the format so that uh, there are two additional teams from um, – that are making the playoffs. I think the Patriots will be that seventh team and they will be facing the second seed in the first, in the wild card round. I think, yeah, I think Jared Siddham's the guy. Um, I watched a couple of his games. Um, I watched the Lions game. This is uh, preseason, the by the way. He played phenomenal in the Titans game, led them back to a comeback victory. This is preseason, yeah. Um, played well against. I forgot their third season match, their third team matchup. He also played well against the Giants in their final. I think he's the guy. I would not be surprised if the Patriots elected to go elsewhere and not pick a quarterback and hand the keys to Jared Stidham. I think he has the tools. You know, he adds a different element that Josh McDaniels will get to work with. He can. He is mobile. He can scramble. He can get out of the pocket. He's at. He's accurate. He can make the downfield throws. He did have a year with Tom Brady to learn from. You know, we don't take that into account. Um, instead of bringing somebody like Jordan Love, who would be available for them around that time. But I do think the Patriots. To sum that up, the Patriots are going to be nine and seven, and we'll have that seventh seventh spot in the AFC because of who they they still have Stephon Gilmore, they have Dante Hightower. The, the weakest have, part um, of the the weakest part of the Patriots defense has to be their linebacker. They did they pretty much lost all. They lost Kyle Van Noy, Landon Roberts, uh, Jamie Collins. Oh yeah, yeah. The up. linebackers ha- hands down have to be their most, their weakest part of their team. Yeah, so I wouldn't see even that. You know, you just addressed. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if um, yeah. the Patriots went that direction instead of going the quarterback. In because uh, you know they usually you know. Easily, Bill Belichick usually goes with picking late round quarterbacks, so he could just wait and do the same thing this year and kind of have somebody in that respect compete with us. Uh, yeah, but you got to take this into account, though, too. For uh, sorry for cutting you off, Jason, spot. by the way, but I'm just going to say this quickly Chase Winovich 
he could come in and make an impact this year. I actually hope that could happen. Oh, yeah. I, I I definitely agree. He had a great preseason and was was able to uh, contribute for them. Another – wait, try to – wait, Jason, uh, what were you going to say? Simon. I'm trying to think of his uh, last name, his first name. Shit, I think I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, damn. My fault for cutting you off. <laughs> nah. No, no, I, I do remember. I do remember. I was just going to say, I mean, at the end of the day um, – I, I, I'm excited because I Belichick is good at developing, you know, quarterbacks. So whether he sticks with what he has now or makes a draft pick in the late rounds, like you guys said, I honestly feel like the future is bright. I feel like there's something to be excited about from a future yeah. perspective, obviously. I, I'm not pissed that I'm yeah. not pissed that Brady left. I'm not. I'm not either. That's all I have. I can't even. No, nah, I'm not either. At the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, Brady did so much to his franchise. It's like, it's kind of hard to be mad at someone who did so much for your organization. We, bro, bro this we, is the first time I'm going to admit. We, we could Boston, go a decade Boston without sports any fans are really spoiled. winning anything and you know, of the four teams, and we're still. <laughs> Probably a better sports city than anywhere else. Yeah, and and besides, from like a from a town perspective, the yeah. Patriots. Let's say they don't, you know, pan out to be this great team. The Red Sox are a little shaky right now, but the Celtics are up there, and the Bruins are up John. there. They're both one of the best teams. The Bruins, literally. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna bring yeah, yeah. this topic back into it, if we're gonna crown a champion for the NHL, the Bruins are the champions. So, oh, but the same standard doesn't apply if the Bucks win. No, 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 okay. no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying that would be the case. I don't. I, I personally would not want that to happen. I'm just saying. Okay. The Bruins are a very, very good team that could definitely win it in the next, you know, year or two. Yeah. Okay. They should definitely not like not be crowned champion. That's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, damn. That's it for that topic. So our final topic for the show, um, four NFL teams um, decided to go with some new looks this offseason. The Los Angeles Rams changed their logo to an uncontroversial look that not too many people are happy about. The Bucks changed their jerseys. Um... The Chargers changed their logo. They went to a more simplified look for their move to uh, the SoFi Stadium. And then the Atlanta Falcons went to a gradient-looking look and reintroduced their black uniforms that they wore during the 1990s. Um, so let me ask you guys, uh, what's your favorite look from the um For me, it definitely has to be the um, – So far this offseason. definitely has to be the Buccaneers – I don't know why you don't like it, but it's definitely going back to something that worked for them before. I think it's basic. <laughs> Wait. Huh? <laughs> Hold on, Jason. Jason, let me take care of him real quick. How are you gonna You said you said 
You said they're going back to 13, something that yes. worked before. That was the jerseys they had from 1997 to 2013. It didn't work for that long, bro. Why are you going to go back to something that that you changed? The, art of the alarm clock <laughs> yo, you're, numbers you're crazy that design right now. was amazing, you actually bro. Believe they had one that? of the best jerseys in the league. No. No. They had one no. of the best jerseys. Yes, I actually do believe that. No, no, the, the, Listen, the uh, alarm card numbers ruined it. I said they had one of the best. No, they didn't. Yes, they look good, bro. bro can I, can I make this point? Bro, why are you going to go back to something you changed with that jersey? seven years ago? Thank you. Thank go you. ahead. Thank you. What does that matter, bro? The Bucks have always... <laughs> With this but still, the Bucks have always still, been a terrible I, franchise. Like, the Bucks have all—it's not like you're talking that, about the Lakers who switched their jerseys. Yeah, that's and, um, to a more retro look when LeBron came. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me make this point for so the viewers can know. Like, haven't you noticed this? Look, the Bucks, bro. Usually, when a major superstar comes to a team. The team decides, oh, let's change our jerseys. Let's change our logo. Let's do all that. Happened when LeBron happened happened when LeBron came to LA. I believe it happened when LeBron went back to Cleveland. They decided to change their their uh, court look. Yes, it did. Yeah. No, they 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 yeah. also changed their jersey design when after LeBron left. When he went to Miami. But that still doesn't change the fact. Why are you gonna go back to something? Okay, can I? Can I? Can I? That, okay, let's, can let's go back. Let's go to some, like. let's go to the jersey we both like. I, I hate the um, the Falcons. No, I'm not conceding in this argument. So you're gonna so you so you so you're conceding in this <laughs> argument. <laughs> it didn't work. I'm not making any sense, bro. Why are you gonna go back to something that didn't work? You guys don't. Like they the they clearly. <laughs> If it's they not clearly blue, went back to it because blue, it did work before. They won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. You guys. Well, why did they change you guys, it? You guys, you guys both are being ridiculous. <laughs> what do you mean like being ridiculous wait, right wait, now? Wait. You guys don't like the Falcons jerseys? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, like, no, I don't, like, I don't like the gradient look. I don't like the. It looks like, bro. It looks like something you can create in uh, the NFL franchise uh, franchise mode on Madden. <laughs> bro, you're creating a like an expansion team that looks like a jersey you could make in that. In, Me, in I'm, I'm actually looking at them right now. Like the okay. ATL part, I okay. like that. Okay. But I just feel like just the numbers. I don't. It's gonna take me a while to get used the to. The numbers that. are questionable. Yeah. Yeah, I, enjoy, I could I, say I, that. I enjoy the black though. The black one, like the colors. No, I'm. All right, what's the problem with these? The... Literally look, these literally look like something I can <laughs> make in Madden. No, I'm t- how, bro. How is that an issue? What's the problem with that? It's a huge Simple problem is with good. that. Look at Kanye's house. Bro, that's just too simple. <laughs> You're not alluding to that picture. Bro, 
<laughs> did you just did you just There's bring nothing wrong with bringing music to a did you just bring music to a sports okay. argument you can, you, can <laughs> you can do that and it's funny it's funny how Dan okay. Snyder okay. not Dan okay. Snyder it's funny how Dan okay. Quinn talked okay. about it like okay. Okay. a few months ago right. how he's been trying to get these types of jerseys since he's been a coach at um, since he's been a coach in Atlanta and like they don't look that good and like this is like I think, oh, I think simple is good. Like they don't look good. You like the black. The white on the white on white looks good. I like that. But the the, the gradient, the I'm gradient. Just, look which with one's the red gonna be their home the, jersey? The jersey? I'm just curious. Like is it the red? The red gradient ones gonna they be had, home they ones? They wore the red ones at home, oh, okay. so I'm assuming those are gonna be their home ones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming those are gonna be, and then because yeah, yeah. the NFL works different. You wear your primary. But I like on, how they got the dirty birds. You they got the dirty birds jersey in there too. Yeah. I so, wish the I, I wish the Bucks did that with the the creamsicle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh creamsicle date night. Nah, there's you can't. There's no way you gotta you throw that out. Like that's like a staple of their franchise. Yeah, their new logo. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that like bad either. Logo? I like it. Yeah, I like the looks on the helmet too. Like, yeah, you, you saw the helmet there. See here. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. See, you go in this case. You go back to what worked, bro. The simple horn. You just change the color, just change the horn to the the white <laughs> horn to yellow, like they had before. I don't know what this is. What are you trying to do, man? The ram, and then the ram that looks the like a fifth year old, uh, a fifth grader drew it. I think it's cool. No, the cool. ram, yeah, the new newly Bro. designed ram that they have. I don't. Yo, I you you no. don't have to have you don't have to have it. Like what? Leonardo exactly. da Vinci painting on a freaking helmet or a logo. Exactly. Or <laughs> it does look. It looks fine. It's fine. But it has to look good, bro. You're telling me. You're telling me you're paying if these people good, thousands of dollars to draw something that a fifth fun. grader could draw. A fifth grader can can draw the Chargers logo. Do you like the Chargers logo? The Chargers logo, bro. That the Chargers logos is the same exact thing. They just no, 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 changed no, no, no. the. I'm uh, saying like the the Chargers logo. Do you like it? Yeah, it's just the same. They, okay, they so, added uh, the thund- uh, they added the Thunderbolt to the. You, you like you you yeah. like you like the Chargers new logo? Uh, not new logo. Do you like the Chargers logo? I like the Thunderbolt look to it. A fifth grader. Yeah, I like it. it. I like it. A fifth grader can draw See, that. See this yeah. is see, see this is the thing in the economy. I'm trying to drill. The, the, I don't see where your argument in a fifth grade. Ec- like, I, I don't. Ec- like, what are you trying to say? No, no. Let me let, let me say this to let me say this to my brother in the econ. Sometimes when graphic designers are making the edits and uh, shut up. By the way, follow it. A O one visuals giving me a history on Instagram because he has um, his own. I just dropped page. the Jacob Toppin. Um, edit. I think it's really fly, but but that's besides my point. 
sometimes the best edits have the most have the simplest concepts. Like they're not like the background isn't too flashy. It's just simple, you know. So if you're looking for if you're looking for some five thousand uh, dollar edit that was gonna be like blow your mind out of the roof, then I'm sorry, you you, you didn't get that. A neocon. A neocon. Bro, one, this is L.A. All they know is flashy. Two, two, two. I'll let you go. This, I'll let you go after this. Two, you spend. You don't. The thing is, you announce years in advance that you're gonna go to a New Jersey, so you have time to think about concepts and think about what works. If let me have, say this bro, though. You have a let year me say this to though. Think about you a think good design. The, the one with the, the design better horn, be good. You think a fifth grader drew it? But what about the one with the? What about the LA one where the horns but are it coming? Looks out? Good. That looks Which, good. That's too much. I don't like that. That's just too much. You, you think that's <laughs> how like it, that. it's a horn of a red. I don't like it. It don't make and sense what, to me. It don't make sense. LA was <laughs> a ram horn with a horn of a ram. <laughs> the ram. It looks good, though. Simple does not mean it looks bad. It's too simple. Yeah, simple doesn't mean it looks bad. Like, yeah. <sighs> Whatever, y'all. I'm clearly outnumbered in this you're argument. Y'all going to see when they see the Rams, when you see the Rams playing think this September. It's not simple. It looks good. Your argument says otherwise. See, the thing is, no, I'm not going to be that person, first of all. Second of all, you guys are going to see in September. You're gonna say in September. Oh. You're gonna see in September when you're watching the Rams oh. play at four twenty-five. We'll yeah, how disgusting that logo looks. <sighs> you say what you want to say. You say what you want to say. Is that? Are you guys done attacking me? Yep. You should. You okay. should maybe pursue okay. a, pursue a design career. All right. All right. So that yes. is it. What me? Nah, bro. I, I've seen it. My yeah. brother showed me a lot. That's like too much. Yeah. I'm gonna stick to writing and reporting. That's that's my niche right there. Designing is harder than I'm not gonna get everyone. into designing. Yeah. Oh yeah, nah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we See, definitely respect that's a whole that's all the all the designers out there. I respect you, especially those clothing designers, like. We I understand like I can see the the type of work you put in and it's really appreciated. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. All right, so that is officially it for episode five of Beyond the Bleachers. Um, we will be back. We don't really have a set date yet that we're gonna record and consistently drop, but this. Um, is going to be the way that we're going to be recording. Uh, we'll definitely have an episode for you guys every week. We just don't. It could be a different day. It could be, it could be Monday one week. It could be Wednesday one week. Thursday the next week. We could also, you know, decide to drop episodes. You know, every two weeks. You know, 
there's not really much going on in like the in like in world yeah. in the world in general so like it's kind of hard to come up with things to talk about you know so we'll definitely keep you guys updated um follow us on twitter at beyond the Ble- at beyond bleachers follow me and yakon okon at um yep and Yekon twitter and instagram a o 1 0 and Instagram. Oh, you're not done. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Jason. Oh, no. It's simple. Instagram, real J-H. J is J-A-Y and then H. And then on Twitter, you just add a, add a L. So it's two L's. All right. And uh, we hope you guys are listening to the quarantine recommendations by the go- by state yeah. and local governments. Wash your hands. Wash your hands as much as you can. And we'll get through this, and hopefully everything returns to normal as soon as possible. Yes, definitely. We definitely want to be an outlet for you guys to kind of forget what is going on. But we do want to emphasize how important it is to follow these governmental guidelines just so we can keep everyone safe. I. So that's it from us. Um, you know, obviously Gene is still having technical difficulties. He will be with us next week again. So, and that's it yep. from us. See you guys.